0: what's going on welcome into the sharp angle podcast thanks for joining us today on a tuesday today is concept tuesday and we're going to get back to our inside the industry series we obviously took uh, one day off last week because we were doing our new youtube getting everything launched there it was like yeah all right this is enough it's like you but the whole youtube experience shooting video editing video whew, it is different but either way Check it out. It's, it's finally up, uh, Sharp Angle Podcast on YouTube, and it's going to start super slow. So if you guys know about sports betting, understand you know at least the fundamentals, the first couple of videos probably won't be for you, but we'll get more and more complex as we go. So that's Sharp Angle Podcast on YouTube. But either way, we're back to the normal schedule. And on today's show, we're going to get back to the Inside the Industry series. This is the third episode in that series, and we've already done uh, the first one we covered, The People. Right, the people who make this go, the people who are betting, making lines, everything like that. We highlighted all the people in the industry. And then for our second show, we talked about the line, the journey of the line, how the line is created, and what it goes through from its origination to when it gets to you and you make your bet. So we've covered that so far. Now, on today's show, we're going to cover a very important topic, which is the household. And this may very well be the most important inside the industry will do because winning in sports betting comes down to very, very detailed things. You know, it's it's very between the difference between being a successful sports better and a losing average sports better is very, very small, right? It comes down to really strong, you know, will not doing, you know, making stupid bets, not chasing money, things like that. But the one thing that everyone should know is how to calculate the household, what the household is, and then most importantly, how to use it. So today we'll cover those things. We'll talk about what is the household. We'll define what it is I will then let you know how to calculate every single household for every single bet you will ever make, and then last we'll show you how to use it, how to apply this knowledge and make yourself a better sports better. First things first, special thanks to BetterEdge Edge Online, BetterEdge.com. It's B E T T O R Edge.com. And on today's podcast, we're actually going to use a real life example. So, you know, sometimes we do these shows, it's like hypothetical, we'll use this. No, today we're using a real game that's out there right now to bet. And even if you listen to this podcast, you know, three years in the future, this is still applicable. You know, we're just going to use a real game from today to show everyone what these numbers really mean. And what you'll find is that Better Edge is almost always the best place to make bets. And the, 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 the reason is Exactly what we're going to talk about on today's show, the household. They don't have a household at Better Edge because they don't charge a VIG. So when you get rid of the VIG and you get rid of the household, that means you're actually betting risk-free. Now, what does risk-free betting mean? That means over the course of, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, everyone betting with Better Edge, including my dog, is going to be expected to lose zero dollars and zero cents. And that's because you're getting rid of the VIG, what lets everyone out there or inhibits everyone out there from actually making money. So BetterEdge.com, getting rid of the VIG, letting everyone start winning more money and enjoy sports betting more. So check them out online, BetterEdge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. Use promo code SHARP for free $10. And I promise you, you guys are going to absolutely love betting VIG free. Online, BetterEdge.com, promo code SHARP. And we'll talk about them later in the show. When we're using some of these live real world examples for the household. But uh, Better Edge is, I'm telling you, it's the place for everyone out there to start making your sports bets. All right, so let's get to the household. Let's get to the show. The household. What is it? How to calculate it? And how to use it. So let's start off by just defining household. What is the household? The household is how much the house is expecting to make if they split the money even on both teams. So, the classic or the standard sportsbook model is to charge a vig, get 50% of the money on each side, pay the winners with the losers' money and then keep the vig for their trouble. That's the model. That's the classic sportsbook model. Now, let's not get too into the weeds because a lot of sportsbooks today, you know, newer sportsbooks or more kind of modern, they will Take a side, you know, that they won't need 50 50 action. A lot of sports books today will take sides, but generally, I'm talking, you know, in, in, in generals here, in, in the classic sports book model is to split the money. Well, if you're splitting the money 50 50, then we can calculate exactly how much the house will keep, right? That's how the house makes money. They charge a VIG and they keep what's left over. So the household really comes down to how much the sports books are manipulating your chances of winning. Because what you'll find on today's show and the more you pay attention to the sportsbook market is that there's some sportsbooks out there that don't do a great job handicapping, that don't have a great team of people making good lines, they just charge a hefty vig. You know, it's not hard to be a sportsbook if you just copy other sportsbook lines and then change -110 to -115. That's really all it takes. But what you'll see is that moving minus 110 to minus 115 or minus 120 manipulates your chances of winning and a lot of time inorganically manipulates your chances. There's nothing leading to this market change, except for one greedy book or sports book owner saying, you know, we're going to charge more here. Why now we can get away with it. So when it comes down to it, the household is how much the house is expected to keep for every given bet that they take. And before we go on any further, we have to define break-even percentage or implied percentage. This is so important. Everyone out there should know what the break-even percentage or implied percentage is of every bet that you make. Uh, Think of it this way. Minus 110 is the standard bet, right? Minus 110 is what we're all used to betting for NBA, NFL, things like that. Well, did you know that that number, minus 110, actually represents a percentage, It means a percentage. Every number, minus 110, whether it's minus 300, minus 3000, plus 150, plus 550, every number you see in the price represents a percentage every single time. And as a sports better, you should always know what that percentage represents. Because at the end of the day, the objective of sports betting is actually rather simple. Make bets where the implied percentage a.k.a. what you think the percentage of whatever happening is, right? I think the Lakers will win 60% of the time, whatever it is. Or I think the Lakers will cover a spread of three 60% of the time, whatever it is, okay? Define or figure out what your percentage is. And then if the market is charging anything lower than that, we make a bet. So again, make bets where the implied percentage is greater than than what the sports book is charging. Uh, let's use an example. If you see a pick 'em, let's forget minus 110, okay? If you see a pick 'em, AKA you bet 10 to win 10, you bet 100 to win 100, right? A pick 'em, that implies a true 50%. Now, why is that? That's because do the math in your head, right? If it's a true 50%, every time you win, you're going to get paid, let's say, $100 and every time you lose you're going to lose $100 over the course of 10 years you're going to go 50% and you're going to break even because every time you you win you pay 100 every time you lose or excuse me every time you win you get paid 100 every time you lose now you pay 100 it's an even money proposition where the market's charging even money that's a fair equal even bet you will win half the time And they're charging you as if you will win half the time. That's not how the sports book works. Sports books charge more than they should. So think about it this way. If the line should be 50% or pick them, then what the market will do is charge minus 110. And what they're doing is, is creating or fabricating a situation where they think you will win half the time, but they're charging you as if you will win 52.4% of the time. And that extra 2.4% is called the VIG. And when you total up the VIG for each team in a given bet, you'll get the household. So in a standard bet where each team is minus 110, here's what we do. We go to aceodds.com, A-C-E odds.com and find the odds converter. Now, I would save this to your home screen. I would bookmark this and I would go to this website every single day. You're going to make sports bets, aceodds.com, and then find the odds converter. And there you can simply type in any given price and it will let you know what the break even percentage is. So if you type in minus 110, it will give you 52.4%, meaning that's a 2.4% hold for that team. So again, in a classic bet where each team is minus 110, we go to aceodds.com, type in minus 110 for the first team and write down 52.4. And then we type in minus 110 for the second team because you have to put in both teams in the bet, which gives us again, 52.4. And when you add it all up, you're going to get 104.8. That is a classic household of 4.8%. Let's use another example just to kind of, you know, warm up here, get you guys used to this. Let's say we have a bet where it's, there's a favorite of minus 150 and an underdog of plus 120. Okay. So we're going to go to the Ace Odds, Ace Conver- or Ace Odds, Odds Converter, and we have minus 150. Let me jot this down so I don't forget. Minus 150 plus 120. Okay. So we type in minus 150. That gives us 60%. And then we're going to type in plus 120 because we have to factor in both teams. And that's going to give us 45.5%. And when you add up both, both of those percentages, okay? So the first one is 60%. And then we're going to add it up with 45.5%. Again, both teams' prices in percentages. And that equals, when you add them up, 105.5 meaning for this hypothetical bet we just gave, the household is 5.5%. You add up both teams' implied probability or implied percentage, and then however much that is over 100, that's the expected household for that given game. Now, why is this important? Why do we know or why do we want to know the household for each given game? Because the lower the household the easier it is for us to win. That's simple. That's math. That's back to our example. If, if we're flipping quarters and every time it hits heads, you pay me 100. And every time it hits tails, I pay you 100. That's 50%, right? That's even money. Well, there is no VIG there. With a high household, here's what that looks like. If my household is now the same as a bet, right? Uh, 2.4%, that means... Every time it hits tail or we flip and it hits heads, you pay me $100. Every time we flip a coin and it hits tails, I pay you $91. That's why household matters. Now, some sports books, <coughs> BetMGM, <coughs> will charge in exorbitant fees, will charge massive fees and just try and get away with it. You know, if in this same example, we're flipping quarters, and every time it hits heads, you give me a hundred. and every time it hits tails, I give you 50 bucks. That's more that's a higher household. Now, in this example, it's outrageous that we would agree to that, right? But when certain places <coughs> bet MGM sneak it into lines, especially lines where it's not just, you know, Minus 110, minus 110, maybe like a first touchdown score line where there's 20 people to choose from. That's where some sports books will jack the household price up and just take advantage of people so much. So that's why this is important. For every bet you make, you should calculate what's the household. And if it's anywhere under five, 6%, you probably have a decent bet. If it's over five or 6%, I would run the other direction. Now, here's a fun. Example, okay? Everyone go to your favorite sports book, or if you want to use BetMGM, because I know I'm calling them out here, so let's prove that what I'm saying is true. Go to BetMGM, and I don't know, go to a hockey game for tonight. And what you can do is look at the first goal scorer and do the same thing we just did total up every single player in the first goal scorer category. So the favorite may be plus 400. So you just type in 400. To the odds, and it'll give you 20%. Jot down 20%. And do that for every single player. And what you're going to find is a lot of what they're called multi-way markets, like first touchdown scorer, first goal scorer. They don't have 4%, 5%, 6% holds. A lot of these things, a lot of these bets in certain sports books have 50, 60, 70% holds. And when you do the math and you go, oh my God, I'm betting into a market where the household is 70%, but a lot of people make that bet. If you've ever made a Super Bowl first to score touchdown bet, you fall into that category. And if you've ever won that bet, congratulations, it was probably a big payout, but you probably should have made at least double whatever you did. So the household is so important. You've got to know for every bet you make, add up what the price is. And if you add up the percentage of what the price represents, you'll get the household for every bet. Now, being price this is called price sensitivity. And this is what professionals are especially good at. Making a bet that's minus 110 and then passing on that same bet that's minus 120. Now, most of you listening, most of you listening wouldn't have much of an issue making that bet. If you really like a team, if you've thought about it all day, you listen to your favorite radio show, they're on the same side and you go, you know what? I know I've waited a little bit, but I want to make this bet. And you get onto your sports book and you go, oh no, well, I like that team, but they're not minus 110 anymore. Now they're minus 120. Very few of you would say, okay, no bet. Let's, let's chalk it up and move on. Most of you would make that bet. But actually, in that example of moving from minus 110 to minus 120, that's a much bigger bet than most people give it credit for. In terms of percent, that's a 2.1% jump. That is very, very big. That's a big jump. Let's put it this way. If you think That something has a 54% chance of happening and you find a bet for minus 110, make the bet. It's a good bet. But if you find that bet for minus 120, that's a bad bet. You see, you're on the fence. Minus 110, minus 120 doesn't seem like a big price jump, but you're actually going from making a winning bet to a losing bet based on that change. Think of it this way, okay? Let's get back to our example of us flipping quarters, paying each other money every time it hits heads, you pay me 100. Every time it hits tails, I pay you 100. Okay, That's how we start. And that's where we have an even money bet. Each of us has a 50% chance to win and we're getting paid the same amount. Well, think about it this way. If I told you that I was going to adjust your price by only one penny. Now, every time it hits heads, you pay me $100. Every time it hits tails, I pay you $99.99. You know what's going to happen over the course of a year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years? I'm going to take all your money, one penny at a time. And theoretically, math-wise, here's what that would look like. I would win half the flips. Okay. Heads, pay me a hundred. Tails, pay you 99.9. Heads, hundred. Tails, 99.99. Heads, me a hundred. Tails, you 99.99. And we do that over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Okay it's only one penny at a time, but that's a losing sports bet. That's the point of the VIG, the household. That's how the bar- that's how the market and sports books make money. And it's not a big price change. Again, Just like moving from minus 110 to minus 115 or minus 115 to minus 120. It doesn't seem like a big change, but if you're going over the threshold of what the real implied odds are, you're going from now a good bet to a bad bet. Just like if you pay me $100 every time a quarter hits heads, And I pay you $99.99 every time a quarter hits tails, it's only one penny off, but it goes from a good bet or at least a break even bet to a bad bet. And the same thing, if now I'm paying you $100.01 every time it goes tails and you're paying me $100 every time it's heads, now you have the edge. Now that's a good bet that you should make every single opportunity. So that's why this is so important. Know what you think anything and that's the that's the other part right you've got to have a way of saying what do i think and we'll cover that on other shows you can go to you know certain websites and see what they think you know if you guys want any help there we'll talk about that coming up and always feel free to contact the show on twitter at sharp angle pod but we'll talk about all that stuff you know how to come up with your own percentage things like that but just know to make a bet or a good bet something has to have a higher percentage of happening than the market is charging price sensitivity matters. If you'll pay -120 for something that you shouldn't and -110 is a good price, that matters. Know about that. If you're going to pay me $9.99 in that example or $99.99 in that example, that's not a good bet. Okay, if you're going to if you're not going to sign up to do $100 back and forth both ways, that's much much better. That's break even. So no, price sensitivity matters. But you know what? Sportsbooks take advantage. Sportsbooks understand this very well. They get all of this and they take advantage of you because most people aren't betting this way. Most people aren't adding up the household and seeing what these prices are. Most people get on and they make the bet regardless. If, if the Lakers are minus three and the, and the person wants to make a bet on the Lakers, they'll make it. If the Lakers are minus four, they'll make it. The Lakers are minus five, they'll make it. Know if they like the Kansas City Chiefs to win, and it was minus one twenty earlier in the week, money line, and now it's minus one fifty. Yeah, screw it. I still like the Chiefs to win. Most people get taken advantage of because they make the bet no matter what, and eventually you'll be paying a lot more. Eventually, if you guys let the sports books keep doing this and keep adding more and more and keep taking advantage of you, what's going to happen is. In the equivalent example, we're going to be flipping quarters, and every time it hits heads, we're going we're going to give the sports book a hundred, and every time it hits tails, they're going to give us back like twenty bucks. Eventually, it's going to get that bad unless we all start betting smarter. So let's use an example, and I'll let everyone out there know how to use a a game specifically today. Go on and calculate the household at different sports books. So the example we're going to use is in Major League Baseball. The uh, Philadelphia Phillies are going on the road to the Cincinnati Reds. Now, we're only going to focus on the money line, okay? Let's not worry about the over or under any of that. Let's just make it simple today and focus on the money line, what they're charging for each team to win. In our first example, BetMGM has Philadelphia priced at minus 105, and they have Cincinnati priced at minus 115. So if we go to ASODs.com, type in minus 105, we're going to get 51.2%, jot that down. And then we're going to type in minus 115, get 53.5%, jot that down. And what does that give us? Full 104.7%, aka a 4.7% household for this bet. That's bet MGM. Let's move on to points bet. Pointsbet is a website that uh, I think does a really good job of giving fair households. Okay? Pointsbet for this very same game. You can simultaneously log on to both these websites and get these different prices. Pointsbet has Philadelphia as a pickem, so exactly even money. And they've got the Cincinnati Reds at -109. So just to compare, BetMGM had Philadelphia -105. Pointsbet has Philadelphia pickem. So clearly, it's a much better price on points bet for Philly. But looking at Cincinnati, well, BetMGM is charging minus 115 for Cincinnati. Points bet is charging minus 109. So it looks like both teams are actually cheaper. You see here, this is how the household matters and impacts us and really affects us. The same game. BetMGM says, yeah, we're going to charge 4.7% household. That's what their line looks like. Points bet says we're going to charge a 2.2% household. And that's what that bet looks like. Again, points bet, we're going to add theirs up. Uh, Philadelphia is a pick We're going to type the, and, and for a pick you just write 100 for the, uh, for the price. And that gives us an even 50%. And then Cincinnati minus 109. So we're going to type in minus 109. That gives us 52.2%. 50 plus 52.2, 102.2, aka a 2.2% household. So really, when you're betting this game, if you were to bet with points bet, you would have almost twice as good of a bet than you did if you made this bet with BetMGM. The game doesn't change, the pitchers don't change, the weather doesn't change, and the amount of money that you bet on that game may not change. But what you're expected to make back is and you're expected wins aka or losses right it's not just how much you're going to win it's it's about mitigating losses that's the that's the important thing here and so if you're betting into a market MGM with a 4.7% household or you're betting into a market points bet with a 2.2% household you're going to lose about half the money if you just bet with points bet So you can make the same bet every single day of your career, the same team, same everything. And just by shopping around and betting with a sports book that doesn't try and rip you off, that is a huge difference. So points bet about, you know, over twice as good, you know, or another way of saying it is BetMGM is charging about twice as much for the exact same freaking game. Now let's get over to BetterEdge the sponsor of the show who by the way they're a sponsor of the show because we love companies like that and we wanted them to be a sponsor of the show you know we're not desperate for sponsors getting anyone over here if betmgm ever called me asking to be a sponsor on the show i would laugh them off the phone give me a break i don't want to be associated with thieves like that just fucking cockroaches Okay. But better at, and I'm sorry for being so adamant about that or so, you know, strong about that, but I've dealt with these guys enough in my career to know how they work, what's important to them, and they will take advantage of every single one of you as long as they can. It's like doing business with a guy whose hand is in your pocket. Okay. Don't trust these sports books. And I know I have animosity towards them. It's not. It's not without good reason. I promise you that, okay? But let's get to Better Edge because companies like Better Edge who are doing a good job, they're changing the game. They're not ripping anybody off. They're letting everyone out there bet risk-free. I told my girlfriend the other week. She's like, this looks fun. You know, you bet on these games. I'm like, oh, no. You know, it's like, oh, boy. Not because she doesn't, you know, it's like if she wants to get into it, that's fine. But I just know that If you really don't approach this smartly, you can lose a lot of money. you know. And so I was like, look, if you want to do this, sign up at betteredge.com. That way, even if you're losing, I can feel good recommending them because I know over the long run, you're not expected to lose any money. The reason we always say that, let's look at the household. Bet MGM, 4.7% for this game, Philadelphia at Cincy. Points bet, 2.2%. Better Edge, 0%. And that's what Better Edge looks like every bet they offer, whether it's hockey, basketball, baseball. I mean, seriously, it's unbelievable that this actually exists. And that's why I wanted to make this such a big point. And I don't really, this isn't a this is not a huge better edge advertisement. But if there's an option that is so obvious out there that exists, I would be doing a disservice not to preach their name and, and bolster them up and let everyone know that if you bet with better edge. Your expected losses are $0, 0 cents. You could be, you could have your, your dog, you could throw darts at a wall. So this is what I'm talking about. This is why I think this may be the most important inside the industry. It's, it's such a crucial topic, something everyone should know. How to calculate the household, what it means, and most importantly, how to use it. And here's how you use it. You bet into lines with the lowest household. That's the easiest, most simple thing I can tell all of you to do. Start adding up all the bets that you like to make or that you want to make and say, what is the household for this bet? And that alone will start helping you guys immensely. That will make you 50% better sports bettors immediately. Just start doing the math for the household. And if you really care about how much you make and you are doing this long-term, there's no reason why you shouldn't at least be signed up with Better Edge. Uh, Also, if you do sign up with them, use promo code SHARP you get a free 10 bucks and let's know that you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle podcast. But either way, it's so important. Everyone out there should know these things because really this all comes down to this point. Okay. We're all in this together. Now I have this podcast because I really enjoy letting people know how to be better sports betters and bet smarter. And part of it honestly is you know, part of that motivation is driven from my hatred of the sports books, you know, because honestly, if you guys are all losing, that means they're winning. This is a zero sum situation. So I actually like, you know, helping everyone out and helping everyone bet a little bit smarter and learn a little bit here or there, because we are all in this together. The less we fall collectively for these horrible business tactics, the quicker that sports books are going to stop doing it being a smarter sports better doesn't just help you it helps everyone else involved and really the best way to do this stop betting at these books stop giving them your money because they're just taking it in laughing at you and charging more and more if you start betting at places like betteredge.com or other places like points bet that at least charge a fair healthy household that's going to help the entire industry start charging less all right. So that does it for today's show. Hopefully you guys got something out of that because I really do think household is one of the most important topics in the world of sports betting. If you have any follow-up questions, if you want any more clarification or just anything that we talked about today, please contact us on Twitter at sharp angle pod. You can also reach out via email sharp angle at woos That's sharp angle at woos All right, whatever you guys have going on today, tonight, good luck. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.